This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, October 28, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama said throughout 2009 and earlier this year that you could keep your health plan if you wanted to under his health care proposal, but that pledge is turning out to have been false. Michael Cannon, Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, says it gets worse. For everyone who thought they could keep their plan, uh, as was promised by the president in the run-up to the passage of the health care law, it seems like a whole lot of markets are being uh, irreparably altered for the worse, which gives lie to that, that pledge. What's become clear since the first provisions of Obamacare have taken effect is that people are not going to be able to keep their health plan even if they like it. A lot of people are going to be thrown out of their current health plans because of industry consolidation that results from the law. Principal Financial Group is one insurance company that has said it is going to get out of the health insurance market, leaving nearly one million Americans to find another health plan. As many as 69% of all employer plans are going to have to either switch to a more expensive plan or a more expensive version of their own plan in order to comply with all the mandates in Obamacare. What's been most interesting is to watch the market for child-only health insurance. You remember that President Obama promised that this health care law would guarantee access to health insurance for children with pre-existing conditions. The problem with imposing that rule is that if you tell insurers that they have to cover kids with pre-existing conditions and at the same premiums as everyone else, then no one's going to buy health insurance for their children until they're on their way to the emergency room or until they are diagnosed with an expensive illness. By then, the premiums are going to be sky high because only sick people or only sick children are going to have health insurance. No one's going to be able to afford those premiums and the market collapses. Insurers knew that this was going to happen, and so they announced even before these provisions took effect that they were going to have to leave the child-only market. You've had almost a dozen insurers in multiple states saying that they cannot insure children under these rules. The administration has essentially admitted that insurers cannot operate under these rules in two different ways. These same rules will go market-wide in 2014. And to keep the market from falling apart, Obamacare includes an individual mandate to force healthy people to purchase insurance precisely because the administration knows that these rules contain those perverse incentives not to purchase coverage until you get sick. In fact, in response to the lawsuits challenging the individual mandate, the administration has said that those price controls on health insurance and the individual mandate are inextricably linked, that if the court strikes down the mandate, it will have to strike down those price controls as well. Otherwise, they will cause the market to collapse. The second reason we know the Obama administration knows that those rules are causing the child-only market to collapse is that Secretary of Health and Human Services Kathleen Sebelius wrote a letter to the insurance industry where she offered to waive these, these pricing restrictions so that insurers can charge sick children more than they charge healthy children. It's not clear that the law, by the way, gives her the authority to waive those price controls, but she did it nonetheless, which is an admission that this is an insurance company greed that's causing the market to collapse. It's bad law that's causing the market to collapse. So throughout the debate over Obamacare before its enactment and the debate over its, enactment, over its implementation since enactment, we've heard that this law is full of consumer protections, that six months after the law is signed, these consumer protections are going to take effect. They are going to protect consumers from higher costs. They're going to make health insurance accessible to more people. 
But another interesting phenomenon is that a lot of these consumer protections are being waived by the Secretary of Health and Human Services. A lot of insurance companies, but also employers representing their workers are going to the secretary and saying, please don't make us comply with these consumer protections or else we're going to have to drop coverage for our workers. If these are really consumer protections, why is it that people are asking to be exempt from them? Why is it that consumers are going to the Secretary of Health and Human Services and saying, please save us from your consumer protections? Michael Cannon is director of the Cato Institute's Health Policy Studies. Read up on the consequences of the new health care law at Cato.org.